You're listening to another episode of the Zag. Eric Rousseau here. Excited to be joined by 2017 NLC San Antonio fellow. Veronica Hayward is here, our first San Antonio chapter member. Excited to hear what she's up to. She's got an interesting project I think you'll love to hear about. So let's get to it. All right, Veronica. You know, I'm actually from Houston, so I spent a decent amount of time in San Antonio, and I feel like it's a very uh, intriguing uh, place to be city right now. What do people not understand about San Antonio? Oh, man, we are a huge melting pot of amazing people from all over. And it's just crazy how we continue to grow and are attracting amazing people, amazing talents. And it's just, it's evolving. You know, I've been here all my life. So to see think back 20 years ago and we just used to see land and now we see Ikea and Hulu and everything else. It's just crazy. So San Antonio is huge and continuing to grow. <laughs> and then what do you see in terms of the progressive groups there? Are there one or two particular issues that have really rallied progressive causes or is it kind of across the board more and more progressives are advocating for different things? What are you seeing? Yeah, I think uh, I think progressives are just out here killing the game. Definitely, we're all over the place in different areas: healthcare, legal, um, working with just everything. I mean, I think there's that's what makes us so special too. Is that we all have. We're, if you need to pull something from a subject expert within the NLC family, you they you'll find them because it's just we're all over and spread out with such different perspective and professions that it just makes for a great network. Nice. And then in terms of uh, NLC, how'd you hear about the program and how'd you get connected to it? Yeah. So a couple of years ago, I was looking to be a part of something that would help kind of propel me to the next area of my professional life. And I just came, it was during election year, so it was a lot of debates and uh, happy hour debates going on and watch parties. So I just remember seeing NLC come across Facebook and I was like, wow, let me go check this out. And instantly I was like, I knew I had to apply because I was so intrigued by the people that were there and people that were welcoming. It was just, I knew instantly that this was something I had to be a part and it has been amazing since the time I started to now serving on the board here in San Antonio to being a lead trainer for writing for the new leader. So NLC has definitely been a huge turning point for me professionally and giving me that edge to really meet my next goals. Yeah, I think that's great. I agree with a lot of what you said. And I definitely enjoy meeting all the interesting people in NLC. And a lot of them create interesting either businesses or nonprofits. And I think that's true for you as well. Tell folks about Latched and what it is and how it started. Yeah. So um, prior to NLC, I had my own private practice and I was providing um, parenting education and education to prepare families to be better parents, essentially. And I knew that there was a need. Um, I working in the hospital, I'm a registered nurse. I would see parents so excited to come in having their babies and then going home like, oh my gosh, what is next? <laughs> So um, I, I and I've always had my interest in families and strengthening families. So a colleague of mine, uh, Ashley Green, she is the co-founder of Latch Support, and we met in the hospital as lactation consultants. And what we noticed is moms would come in wanting to breastfeed, but by the time they were discharged home, they were pushed formula. And if they were breastfeeding, we were like, well, what happened to them? Because they would not come back into the hospital for the support. 
So we decided to take a leap of faith and start a support group to see who would be interested in our services. And and that was in uh, September of last year. And now going into our third business year, we have a storefront. We have expanded to partner with the Children's Shelter Nurse Family Partnership and raise their breastfeeding rates. So really, essentially, Latch Support started as breastfeeding education and support, but we've now grown from the needs that our families have shown us that they need from material assistance with um, needing the parenting classes. I think with material assistance, people take for granted the cost of diapers is very expensive and one out of three families can't afford to have diapers for their clean diapers for their babies. So we've been able to start with one idea, but now completely evolve and have three programs under our nonprofit. And not to mention that we self-funded it. So all we had was a dollar and a dream. So (laughs) for some reason, everything has been provided to us and our community has surrounded us to support us financially until we get to the point of being able to apply for those bigger grants to support our growth. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask on funding. So when you say self-funded, is that like Kickstarters and GoFundMes? Is it smaller donations from individuals? How did you go from the early years to where you are now? Yeah, so when we initially started, it was just our, my business partner and I's money that was funding the initial foundation for the nonprofit. And then we were lucky enough to partner with a couple of community organizations that wrote contracts for us to help support us financially. And through the board members that are on those community organizations, they believed in it on their private, privately, and they turned around and from the back end also funded us. So we have tons of community stakeholders that they believe in us and they believe in the mission and they've been able to provide. And if they aren't monetary donations, they are providing network connections and allowing us to get media airtime, stories written about us, getting those press requests for coverage out so we can have press covering our events. So uh, it has been amazing. The funding aspect, when you talk about in-kind, oh my gosh, like we are probably, I don't even know what we're worth now, but our income is crazy. <laughs> so that is what's really pushing us along. Nice. And then, you know, you mentioned the the hospital system to begin with, and it's not a system designed to support uh, people of color and under-resourced communities very well, yeah. and oftentimes can work against their health outcomes. How did you then build trust amongst the folks who eventually uh, did take a leap with you and yeah. activated your services? How did you convince them that you weren't going to be an extension of a system that didn't treat them well to begin with, most likely? Yeah, so I think the benefit of me and Ashley being young millennials are Ashley is a mom of two and I'm coming from not being a mommy yet, but having that education to really be approachable. I mean, we don't look like the other lactation consultants in our community. <laughs> There's, um, I mean, let's just be honest, they're, they're older generations. So when you are talking to a younger mom, she, she's more comfortable and we can, I can relate to her. So I think it was the lack of existing services. They lack the cultural diversity and the various generations representing our profession. And I think that's what attracted people were just like, oh, my gosh, who are these girls? And they're going to come to my house for free. 
And I think on our side, it was like, oh my gosh, who are these people? And they are letting us into their house for free. It was just crazy. <laughs> the storytelling part of it is something that I wish we we had a, a good way to just show people just how empowering it is to sit literally on a floor sometimes of people's homes and be educating them about how to take care of their baby and what to expect and telling them, look, when you go to the hospital, there's people that may treat you some kind of way, but we're trying to break those bias that people may hold against you by educating you early. So you know how to overcome that and you can make it through the hospital with your own goals that you have for your family. So I think the beautiful thing about Latch 2 is we've spent no money on marketing. Everything has been word of mouth. So one mom tells another and another, and then that's how we stay so busy. So it, it truly is the power of our moms now wanting to pay it forward for the help that they were ever able to receive so that other mommies can receive it as well. That's great. When we come back after the break, I want to hear more about where Latch sees itself going in the next couple of years. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Zag. We'll be right back. Yeah, you mentioned trying to position yourself to access maybe some larger grants. You know, if you did secure something, say like 25K or 50K or even larger than that, what do you see as the next stage for the company? Yeah, I think right now we have positioned ourselves on the northeast side of San Antonio, which is growing like crazy. Um, so I think with our growth, we're going to need a bigger space. Um, to allow moms to come in and really be able to serve to the volume of the families that need our assistance. And I'm speaking more to the material assistance as well as the breastfeeding assistance. But there's just, uh, there's, I mean, it's really up to the mom if they choose to breastfeed once we provide that education. But there's moms that are past that point of wanting to breastfeed, but they still need the support from someone. So we're fortunate enough to have partnerships like Texas Diaper Bank support us to provide diapers to our community. But Texas Diaper Bank is over 35 miles away from where our office is. So there's a lot of clients that don't have transportation and that lack of transportation is just preventing them from utilizing needed services. So definitely a space and employees. <laughs> Me and Ashley are not getting paid. <laughs> you know, it's so and I think too the it really is essential to have staff and staff that we can uh, continue to grow. And what also makes us special is our staff, our volunteer staff right now, our moms that we have helped in the past, and that we are now molding them into being employees for Latched once we're able to get to that point of funding. So definitely space and funding for personnel. Yeah. And then I think this is true for a lot of NLC alums who are in nonprofit spaces or they're, or they're doing similar uh, projects that are passion projects, but then turn into something where they are uh, managing lots of volunteers. You know, what advice would you give them in terms of, of marshalling those volunteer resources so that the volunteers feel it's useful, but also you feel like it's worthwhile on your end to push your uh, goals forward? Yeah, I think when you're building up staff volunteers, I mean... They are working. They show up nine to five if you ask them. So they want to know that they are a part of the team. So really making sure that that morale is there and everybody is still checking in and accepting new ideas. I think we have built latch on trying to be very grassroots, very what our community is asking us 
So having our employees be a part of the growth and them seeing, oh my gosh, I was able to help so many moms today and them feeling empowered. I think that is the best way to really secure good staff volunteers that are going to commit to the mission and to the work that you're asking them to do for free. So, yeah. And then last thing, give us some, some plugs. How can people find out more about Latched or how can they support if they live locally or if they don't live in Texas? Is there any way to get behind what you're doing? Yeah, definitely. Uh, latchsupport.com. We accept donations on our page. Uh, the donations go straight back into our nonprofit to support offering additional classes for free throughout the community and additional material assistance that we may need. Um, follow us on Facebook, um, latch, latch.support, and same with Instagram, latch.support, for sure. Yeah, well, make sure to check it out, and thanks for being on, and thanks for everyone for listening to this episode of The Zag. You can find all past episodes, and there's a lot, almost 110 now. Find them on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, all the places where you're getting your daily podcast dose. Thanks for listening. New episodes coming soon. Until then, take care.